Welcome to the Manager Track, the leadership podcast where we help ambitious managers across the ranks become confident and competent leaders people love to work for. I'm your host, Ramona Shaw. Hello, hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Manager Track podcast. Today, we're going to talk about failing. Yes, failing and mistakes. We all make them and we all have them in our lives, in our careers. This could be struggling getting a job, it could be failing an interview, it could be missing a promotion opportunity, it could be failing at a presentation, not getting that deal or um, making a big mistake. Maybe you're writing code and you made a big mistake that created a bug and had impact on your clients and overall it was something where you had to go back and apologize for a mistake that you made. These things happen and are inevitable. So for the past week, I've been taking notes in my notebook about the topic of failing because I knew I wanted to talk about this on the podcast. But then this morning, something happened. This morning, I was being interviewed by one of my clients who is also hosting their company's podcast. And he wanted me to come on to talk a little bit about leadership development and coaching and so forth. And part of the interview was him sharing some of the challenges that he brought to our coaching conversations and how we worked through them, how I helped him overcome these challenges and learn from them. And what stuck out to me was that the three examples that he brought up that were real wins for him in our coaching, they were all mistakes that he made. So he didn't come in and talk about successes or any new insights or what we call the aha moments that just came out of having a conversation. No, the three big wins that he shared that he got out of our coaching engagement, they were all coming from moments of failure, if I put a label on it, or mistakes. And he was very open and transparent about this. Now, he doesn't know that yet, but I am going to ask him if we're able to also stream that interview on this podcast here so you can have a listen in to what he was sharing. But anyway, so this to me stood out because clearly he took so much away from the mistakes that he made because he reflected on them and he didn't just keep going. He didn't pretend like they never happened. He didn't swipe them under the carpet. He also didn't guilt himself all about it. He really looked at them and he said, whoa, interesting what happened here? What can I learn and what can I take away from this? And that is why failure is such a great thing, even though it hurts in the moment. We sometimes need to feel that pain in order to grow and learn and create change. Now, there's three specific things that I want to share with you and how to change your framework and perception of failure. Number one is actually simply the label of failure or mistake. Because if you think about it this way, the moment that you are in an interview, for example, or the moment that you're in a presentation, you don't intend to make a mistake. You do the best that you can in the moment. And after the fact, you label them as a mistake. But while you're doing it in the moment or split second before you do it, you don't think this is a mistake. So based on the information that you have and based on your emotional ability and capacity, based on your mental capacity, based on your 
physical capacity, this is the best that you can do. And then after the fact, we put those labels on. But in the moment, really, there's no such thing as failure. And because of that, failure is really also, other than death, which we could consider failure, like dying is like the ultimate failure if you want it to be so, but everything else, it's all psychological. It is in our minds. It is not the truth. It is not the pure reality of this was a failure. We put that label on it. And so that is the good news because it means that we have so much influence in how we look at things and what we make failure or mistakes mean. So think about the moments in that past year, maybe last 12, maybe 24 months. And think of the moments or the things that happened that you consider your personal failures or mistakes that you made. And then just open up the idea that maybe there weren't mistakes. Maybe you just tried the best in the moment and it wasn't what you would do now knowing what you know now. What happens when we lift that label of failing or mistake is that we become a little bit more compassionate with ourselves. And we're also able to look at it as not just something negative, but as an opportunity to learn something from it. Because through the failure or through the mistake, you gain new insights, you figure out what's not working and therefore have more clarity on what might be working on what is working. You also probably learn something about yourself or something about other people around you that you didn't know before. So now you have more information and you are better equipped to succeed next time around than you were before that moment of, let's call it failure or mistake that you made. So step number one is to reframe mistakes and failures and to see them as opportunities to learn. And that brings me to step number two. Step number two is about what you say to yourself after the mistake happened. This is so, so important. The words that you tell yourself are so critically important. They will influence to a great deal what you're going to do next because your brain is smart and if you make a mistake let's say you went into an interview for a position that you felt was a bit of a stretch but just doable you had this confidence about yourself and you thought you're going to give it a shot and then you failed the interview are you going to walk out and say man, you reached too far, you're not ready for that, you shouldn't even have tried, you're not good enough, you can't do this. Are these the things that run through your head and that you feed your brain? You tolerate those thoughts in your brain, in your head? If yes, then listen closely. Please stop doing whatever you are doing because this is so important. When you have a moment like this and you notice how these thoughts start kicking in of you shouldn't have done it, you're not ready yet, you can't do it, I knew it, not good enough and so forth. Stop. Tell your brain, hold on a second. Okay, I hear you. And you know what else is true? It's also true that now I know better. Just because I failed in this one time doesn't mean I will fail going forward. I am learning now. I will prepare more. I will do things differently next time around nothing bad happened. All I did was try. I have a new data points and I will go at it again. I will stay in the game until I win the game, no matter what it takes. 
and to override that natural program, like the thoughts that come into your brain, you can change that narrative. You have the agency to do that. So listen to it, say, okay, brain, let that go and feed yourself better food, like better brain food, better thoughts, and keep repeating this to yourself. Sometimes it literally helps to stand in front of a mirror and just look in your own eyes and tell yourself the things that you personally would tell your best friend if they came to you after they failed a presentation at an all hands. You wouldn't say, yeah, you totally suck. You know what? You are no good at presenting. You really should never present again. You totally tanked this one. That's not what you would tell a best friend. So be kind to yourself. Look in the mirror. Tell yourself. It's okay. You're going to get over this. You're learning from this. You're going to try again. You can practice. You know now what to work on. You know now what's required in order to succeed there. You can investment in your own development to get better at this thing because now it's painful. And when it's painful, we are compelled and incentivized to create change and to do the work that's necessary in order to um, create new results leverage that don't let that go to waste don't just cover that up and it wasn't there no feel it and let that fuel your growth and your change so that's the second one the things that you tell yourself after you've labeled something as a mistake or as a failure is so important take charge of that moment because if you tell your brain all the things of why that was bad and was a stupid idea next time around an opportunity comes along and you think you should maybe do another presentation, your brain will say, hold on, no, 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 stupid idea. You are not good at presenting. You suck at this. It was an embarrassment last time around. You can't do it. And you likely will withdraw. Versus if you told yourself last time around, whoa, learn something. I will get better at this. Next time the opportunity arises, your brain will be a lot more likely to go for it. So you're influencing your future behavior depending on what you say in the moment right after failure or after a mistake. Be careful this. This is literally how your brain works. And since you know this now, please, please take this seriously. Be compassionate to yourself. It is not just making you feel better in the moment. It is also what will serve you next time around an opportunity arises. And then the third point that I want to make here about failing is this idea of failing ahead of time. And this is when we think we might not ready yet, or we can't do something, or we might get rejected, or people might not like it, all of that, those fears and concerns ahead of time, if they hold you back from actually trying to do something, that is when you will fail ahead of time. Because you're not even trying. So you're definitely not going to get the result. But you're not only definitely not getting the result, you're also definitely not learning because you're not trying. So when you notice that something is holding you back, maybe you're procrastinating or you're delaying or you're avoiding something that deep down you kind of know you should probably be doing or that's required or if other has asked you to do or that you would do if you had zero doubt and an unbelievable courage. If you were superwoman, you know you would be doing it. But because of the mind chatter, you're holding yourself back. This is the moment when you fall prey to this concept of failing ahead of time. The way to overrule this and get over that idea is simply by taking action. 
getting into the game and start with one small step at the time. Again, overruling your fear and doing it anyways, mushing up the courage to do, even though it feels uncomfortable, that is how you will learn and how you increase your chances of success, even if it takes longer than what you anticipated and even if it's harder than what you thought it would be. But not doing it at all, that definitely doesn't create the result that you want. So these are the three steps. Number one was consider the label, the idea of the label of mistakes, how you look at them, changing your perspective on what mistakes and, and failure really are, seeing those as learning opportunities, being compassionate with yourself, and then understanding that the thoughts and the self-talk that you have after mistakes or failures are so important and overruling them with better thoughts and more compassionate thoughts like your best friend chat. And then number three is to get in the game when you notice that you are about to fail ahead of time. These are my three biggest tips in terms of how to deal with failure at work and in all other aspects of life as well. This is not restricted to work and leadership, but since this is a leadership podcast, I'm just using this as a context. But that applies to all other areas of your life as well, where you are looking to create certain results. I'd love if this resonated with you and you think other people will benefit from it too, please share this along, pass it on to other colleagues or friends or maybe someone who's struggling currently or in a time like this. And if you take a few seconds to also review this podcast, it will help other people, people that you and I don't know yet, find this information as well so they can use it and get better at failing and making mistakes too and therefore grow exponentially in their careers. Thank you so much and I'll talk to you again next week. If you love this show, then you love even more my free training for new managers. If you haven't watched this training yet, then I'll strongly encourage you to sign up at RamonaShaw.com forward slash masterclass. You'll discover the key shifts you'll need to make as a new manager and the number one most common mistake to avoid. Plus, you'll walk away with actionable tips that you can apply in your role right away. Go to RamonaShaw.com forward slash masterclass to sign up.